0: 28 We read from verse 16 Matthew 28 from 16 Let's read Then the 11 disciples went to Galilee to the to mountain, the mountain where, Jesus where Jesus had told them, them to go. go When they, when saw, they saw him, him they, they worshiped him, him but, but some, some doubted To the very to the end, very end of, the of the age. Amen. 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 Before you sit down, turn to your neighbor, say, Go. Very appropriate for the year closing Sunday service is the scene in the final verses of Matthew's Gospel. Jesus has guarded his disciples closely around him and reviews for them their base of authority and gives them their matching orders into the world. In all the place in world history is it more evident that our Lord entrusted the gospel to the people of his church. Nowhere else is it more obvious that the Lord has committed the gospel to his followers. Matthew declares that the content of the gospel is Good news. If you agree with me, say good news. news. Wonderful. And instructs his disciples to cross, to overcome geographic barriers, socioeconomic disparities, cultural and racial differences, and interpersonal relationships by the good news of God in Christ Jesus. The gospel is for all, the gospel is for everyone. It is further fitting that in this concluding Sunday worship service of the year, that we remember Christ's command to go. Can we say it again? Go. We revive the inner compassion of the spirit that says, I must go. And return to the voice of God that keeps saying, Go. This task is not a question of emotion or feeling, but we are under the orders of our Lord. He said, you take it from here. You take it from here. There are at least the three characteristics of this command of our Lord. The authority of the command. Every disciple of Jesus is commanded to operate under authority such as that reviewed by Jesus himself. The things pertaining to the Christian life that are commanded by the Lord Jesus are neither arbitrary or optional. We are called to live according to the commandment and according to the principle of Christ In the gospel. Some have emphasized the autonomy of the individual over Christ's command. Do as you please. We can do them or not to do them as our soul's command. But Matthew's record of the authority of Jesus Christ leaves no question. All power, all authority is given unto me in heaven and on earth. Therefore, go. These are the orders of our king. If the church had asked you to do it, there might be a wavering. If the preacher had asked you to do it, that might be a decision. If the only reason we had for our evangelical enterprise was that other believers are doing it, There will be a question, but our Lord, whose authority is beyond question, has given this command, forever the principle is established. This is the authority of the king. The task of every Christian and the task of the minister is to show people who God is in Christ Jesus. The one who left the glory of heaven and came among men, Christmas. Who lived as a man in the form of human flesh. Who gave his life sacrificially on Calvary's cross who demonstrated his power over death and the grave by the glorious significance of the resurrection, it is he who says, the authority belongs to me. This is the one who so regularly and majestically certifies his work He is the one who so royally stands by his disciples and gives the matching orders. The cross was behind him. The resurrection was the sealing bond. He lived, he loved, he taught, he served, and he died for people of all time. He has a right to say to his church, go, make disciples. It is a sturdy task. Our Lord has not merely given us something to believe, but something to do. Here in a few sentences is the scope of our task. The command leaves no question mark. What is the business of the church, the business of the Christian. It is to bring men and women to God through Jesus Christ. It is to baptize those who accept him. It is to teach the way and the work and the purposes of our Lord. It is written indelibly in the history of the church that a Christian thrives spiritually when he is or she is passing on his or her faith to others. Significant and appropriate for the needs of our world and our day is an individual review of personal mission. Your mission, my mission. The mission God gives to us is expressed in personal terms. It is meant to be done by professionals? No. It is not meant to be done by professionals. It is meant to be an expression of the faith and hope and the love of an individual found in personal relationships with Christ Jesus. It is the task of each life and every Christian. Use, someone will say, your admirable characteristics, your financial success, your physical talents, your intellectual skills to reflect a flame of missionary zeal and bring souls to the kingdom of God. Pray that God lead you to people who are groping, Searching, longing, dreaming, and seeking to fill a spiritual void. Personal, face-to-face relationships of the people of God can provide the good news of God through Christ Jesus. There are the domestic problems, the youth dilemma, the economic anxieties, the social and cultural conundrums or enigma of our time. Great barriers exist in the minds and behavior patterns of thousands and thousands of persons. Jesus himself said, I am the way. When we are seeking for the way, we need to remember he is the way. When we are looking for truth, not like Pontius Pilate did, he was not really looking for it when he asked Jesus, what's truth? But for those who are really looking for it, he says, I am the truth. It's not a philosophical concept. It's Christ Jesus those who are looking and seeking for life. What does He say? I am the life. No man comes unto the Father but by me. John 14 verse 6. In this concluding Sunday of the year, when we review, or when review is being given of our yesterdays, let's take a look, a new look, At tomorrow and understand that God is saying in Christ Jesus, as you go, make disciples. And the third characteristic of this command is his divine presence. Jesus expresses his authority for this mission. Defined the continued and sturdy task of personal relationships with others and concluded his commission with a promise. A love promises. Behold. Some other version will say, Lo, I am with you Always, even until the end of the world, not just the end of the year. One of the traumatic experiences in a personal relationship is when you have to say goodbye to a dear friend, to a loved one. It is difficult to express feelings in a moment like this. I was in a situation where I was just doing that. A sister who has been a treasurer for a record time was in hospital and We had to say goodbye. It is not easy. These were the final moments of Jesus with his disciples. When someone is not passing on, but we are just moving away or traveling, it is still difficult. When a friend or family, they come to visit you, the arrival is happy, but the departure is a different story. It is difficult to express those feelings in such moments. Sometimes we say, I will be thinking of you. By this, you probably mean that you will be sharing his experience, helping, sustaining, and encouraging him or her in the new venture through those separated physically from the person. Certainly, it does help to know that you are not forgotten. And continuing relationships can be maintained by Correspondence and modern technology that help bridge the communication gap. But our Lord goes farther than that. He says, I will go with you. My brother, my sister, do you know you are never, ever alone? Never, ever alone. The promise of the living Christ is not just a dream. It is a promise of a very real presence. John expresses this truth in the 14th, 15th, and 16th chapters of his gospel. Always is the word that he uses. This means all the days of summer, winter, spring, and autumn. Well done. The sunshine days and the cloudy ones, the days of drought, and the days of rain, the days of storm and the days of joy. The days of faith and those of doubt. Remember when he came, there were those who worshipped and there were those who doubted. He is always with you even in the days of victory and the days of defeat. The days of strength. And those of weakness. The days of peace and the days of war. Those days of youth where significant decisions are made. And the days of midlife where decisions are being carried through. The days of ill health and those of good health. The days of life, and yes, even the days of death. And those years of eternity. God meant it when he said, I will be with you always. In 2023, he is. In 2024, he is. Amen. Here then is the final word of our Lord to his people. You take it from here. To you who doubt, he had you in mind when he said, all authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. to you who hesitate, hear him say, go. To you, as someone said, who privatize Jesus, hear him say, make disciples. To you who restrict yourself to national geographic boundaries he had you in mind when he said make disciples of all nations at the highest moment in the ministry of Christ he expresses the royal authority of the king. It is by the authority of heaven and the authority of the earth entrusted to him that he says to every Christian, you take it from here. His name Emmanuel, which means God with us, brings forth A powerful and comforting truth. In the midst of life's challenges, remember that Christ is given to us. A gift of extraordinary significance. The weight of the world may seem heavy, But take comfort in knowing that the government rests on his shoulders. His name, wonderful counselor, mighty God, everlasting father, prince of peace. Recalls the profound peace and guidance he brings. Embrace this truth. Find strength in his promises. Let the assurance of his presence encourage you through every step and season of life and obey his royal command. May the blessing of love Joy and peace of the Lord Jesus Christ be with you and your loved ones this day, this new year, and always. Amen.
1: What a perfect message to hear this Sunday. We're going to bring things to an end, and the way I'd like us to do it is to... In a moment, <clears throat> turn our gaze literally outward. Um, we spent some good time looking upward, praising him this morning. I'm sure through the message we've spent some time looking inward, just reflecting on our own relationship with God, confidence in his presence, obedience to the commission. Um, it would be great to end the service looking outward. Carried in our hearts those that we know don't yet know him. And, you know, as life kind of seemingly gets more and more difficult, it can be tempting to just go inward, hunker down, survival mode. Hopefully through this message today you'd have realised that God's heart is to keep us looking to him and also looking out because... We know him. Those of us in this room today that have put our faith in him, we know him. We know the story. We know how it ends. We know what it means. We know why it's so hard. We've got, we have got. We do have the answers to the big questions. We might not understand every detail, but actually we know the answers to the big questions. Amen? Many, many of our neighbours, colleagues friends, family, loved ones out there literally have no idea what to make of what's going on, whether it's going well or whether it's going badly. Can you imagine for a moment what that must be like? To have no anchor in the truth of what's actually going on. Wouldn't it be amazing if God would grant us a year of extraordinary harvest this year? Wouldn't that be amazing? To see hope come, faith come, Truth come, Jesus come, into the lives of the many, many that are in our lives. How many people are connected to us in this room that don't yet know him? Many hundreds, perhaps many thousands. So I'm going to literally ask us to either turn our heads, or if we're feeling bold, we can turn our whole bodies outwards. Try to gauge where you are. You can lose orientation when you enter in which way is which ways Primrose Hill. Do your best to turn your body in the direction of most of those people that you know, or turn your head, but definitely turn your heart in the direction of most of those you know that don't yet know Jesus. It might be your workplace, it might be your neighbourhood, your street. And in that turning physically, that turning of our head, of our body, we're saying, Lord, enlarge our heart for those who don't yet know you. The Bible says that when lawlessness increases, the love of many will grow cold. May God keep us from that, amen. Let's turn our hearts, turn our heads, turn our bodies outwards as an act of an initial step of obedience to this great commission, this sermon today. Lord, we thank you so much for the uh, extraordinary scripture that we've heard unpack today. Thank you for what it's done in our hearts. Thank you for the fresh confidence and faith that's been stirred. Thank you for that fresh sense of commitment and devotion to those who don't yet know you. Thank you for the assurance of your presence with us always. And now, Lord, we turn our hearts towards those that you know and you love, but don't yet know you, and that we know and that we love. And even those strangers, Lord, that you're going to bring upon our path, we turn our hearts, our minds, even our bodies outwards as an act of a demonstration, Lord, a demonstration that we want to be those who obey you, who care about the plight of the lost, who will take your name on our lips, even when it feels foolish. Lord, we know that the message of the cross is foolishness to those who are perishing. We know, Lord, that people will look at us with disbelief. Do you really believe that? We know that some may even laugh out loud. We know that some might reject us. I pray, help us and strengthen us as your body, Lord, as we contemplate this new year. Help us and strengthen us, even tonight, Lord, for those of us who will interact with those who don't yet know you, Lord, that your name might be on our lips. And that it would come, Lord, as Jules said, it would come through our persona, it would come through um, loving, gracious ways, Lord, it would come through us using our gifts and our talents to point to you, but that we would point to you. And I pray, Lord, for all of us, Lord, where it's at times felt like there's been almost like bands over us, restricting us. We've not been able to get your name out of our lips. We've not been able to, in the moment, say what we really believe. We've felt silenced and we've felt hemmed in and restrained. I pray in the name of Jesus for a Holy Spirit-empowered release of our heart and our lips to speak of you. And I pray, Lord, that, Lord, in our various meeting and gathering places, homes and buildings like this, Lord God, and schools and wherever we meet, Lord, over these coming weeks, months, and this year, Lord, that we would be privileged to lead many to you. And that, Lord, there would be, there would be uh, faces and names in this room this time next year that are brand new to the faith because they found you this year. Lord, protect and keep us from going in on ourselves. Protect and keep us from just a self-preservation attitude, survival, just getting by. Lord, there, there are people that do not know what we know and do not have what we have. And I pray that you would stir our hearts with your compassion and confidence in you. So help us, Lord, I pray. Help us, Lord, I pray. And we now just take a moment to lift those to you. Lord, as we face outwards, Lord, we bring those to you, those names, those faces. We lift them up to you now. Some of them we confess we don't know where to start. We lift them up to you now. We bring them before your throne of grace as your priests. We intercede for them. Lord, they will not be praying for themselves. So we pray for them. That you would open their hearts. Lord, that you would go to work in them by your Holy Spirit. Father, that you would draw them to your Son. That they would have the joy of coming to know salvation in Jesus, we pray. So fill us up and send us out, Lord. Fill us up and send us out. Fill us up and send us out. We confess we cannot do it without you. So fill us up and send us out. And help us to do it in a way that relies entirely on you, your power, and your presence. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. 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 God bless you guys. I think we are done. For those of you who want to join us for our crossover prayer service that is uh, happening at the church in Bassett Street tonight. Some of you have been told it's 10.30, some of you have been told it's 11, so I'll see you at 10.45. Uh, (laughs) I think we will be starting our praising and our praying at at 11 and um, just look to spend time together in his presence praying into the new year. God bless you as you go.